The following is a part of the Radio Memphis On Demand service. It originally aired live on Radio Memphis and has been edited for time. Hi, Natalie. How are you? Hey, Rick. I'm great. Happy St. Patrick's Day. Let me turn that on for you. What? Oh, I'm not on. Yeah, you are now. I turned you on. Happy St. Patrick's Day. Uh, happy St. Patrick's Day. You turned me on. Hmm, I like that. <laughs> We're just getting started, too. <laughs> Did you do anything for the uh, for the for the big Irish holiday? Well, I can't say that I did. Are you Irish? Is there any Irish in you? Yeah, uh, I think about about th- maybe three percent. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, uh, of course, you know my wife, the immigrant. I know, I know you're you know. married into it. I married into it, yeah, and uh, she uh, she absolutely does not like this this day. No. No, because no. in Ireland, it's a it's a government holiday. Yeah, uh, when you know, so so like tomorrow will be like the, all the banks will be closed and you know the government services will be shut Which, down. What's bad about that? Well, her years here in in the United States have really soiled her on that because it becomes rookie night, and she doesn't like dealing with all the idiots. She has to work, and it sucks for her, right? Not really. She doesn't mind the work, but it's the it's the idiots. Okay, yeah, yeah. I get that. You know, yeah. everybody and their mother claims they're Irish and they're not, and you know. Mm-hmm. When they, well, I'm Scotch Irish. You ain't Irish at all if you're Scotch Irish. That's for sure. So, so yeah, it's 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 a little bit different. It's, it's not as wild as it is. You know what the big holiday is that they celebrate in Ireland is? No, with, I don't. With the, you know their their version of our St. Patty's Day. What they have over there is Cinco de Mayo. They go nuts over it. Really? Yeah, they drink more Corona than in, I think more than Mexico does. <laughs> on, on October fifth, wow. over there, they do that. No, May the fifth, Cinco de Mayo. May the why am I saying October? I don't know. Okay, made the film. Okay. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, it's a big deal. Number one selling beer in, in Ireland is Budweiser. Nice. <laughs> it is. Yeah. Number two is Heineken. Number three is Corona. Yeah. Isn't that something? Mm-hmm. Okay, well, um, maybe I'll tell you something you may or may not know. Hit me. Uh, who celebrating their 85th birthday today? Bluesman. One of my favorites, Memphis blues musician. Scrap Iron. <laughs> Am I that old? Gosh, I didn't realize I was that old. No, no, no. <laughs> no, because y'all celebrated it Thursday, didn't you? I wasn't there, unfortunately. I was dealing with this crazy ear infection. I got yeah, you. you're right. You're right. It's Earl the Pearl Banks. Earl Banks Pearl. is 80. Yes. Five? Happy birthday, wow. Earl. Yeah, buddy. Yay. <laughs> he doesn't look a day over like 50. I know, right? I love him. Happy birthday, Earl. Earl's awesome. Yes, he is. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> One of the best smelling blues man. <laughs> that Ask is. any of the Memphis blues ladies. They'll tell you. There was a, there was a, there was a lady walking behind him once. We were, we were all kind of as a group going down a sidewalk, and, and she said, Earl, what is that you're wearing? And he goes, erection. No. No, <laughs> nice. he didn't. Yes, he did. Oh, no. That's Earl. That's what he, that's what he does. Uh, tonight, uh, here in the old booze and blues, it's our old friends, the Delta Project. They have arrived. I've I've set some bail money aside. <laughs> we may need it. You may need it before the night is out. Uh, we'll see. Once you leave here tonight, you're on your own. But you know, I've got a great Earl story. We got to. Uh, this is good. We were playing at the uh, when it was Purple Haze. Some lady comes in and she said, "Hey, uh, Earl Banks is getting his brass note on Bill Street." And uh, we were the house band there. Do you guys want to be his band for the night? We have his party. And I said, Earl Banks? Who's that? Sure, I guess. And she really? goes, you know, Earl, 
I don't know him. It's Earl Bangs. <laughs> Earl the Pearl. They said, I said, Earl the Pearl? Cool. So <laughs> that weekend, he shows up lime green suit on you know mm. we're ready we're his backup band and we get into it and about the second song in he, he points at me to take a solo yeah so i'm taking the solo and i lean on him and stuff like we do and we got done with the song and he said hey 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 and i turned around and he said pointed his finger at me and said don't show me up boy okay <laughs> i said don't show me up i said yes sir and i played rhythm the whole rest of the time <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've watched him fire guys on stage. Really? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. It was a keyboard player. You told him get your ass off the stage. Wow. Yeah. I, That's a good time. Oh, my Earl story is we were playing uh, the old alley next to Black Diamond. Yeah. And with Delta Crush, Exhibition, those guys, and we're playing a song, and uh, I'm playing it B, uh, F. It was in C, and <laughs> my F blew out. A blue reed. So I start playing B flat, second position. He looks at me going, you're in the wrong key, script. You're in the wrong key. You know how he talks. Yeah. yeah. And I was going, Earl, I had to play. I blew a harmonic out. You're in the wrong key. So we finished, I finished the song. So that same show. They're having this we're, discussion we're, yeah. in the middle of the song. Yeah, I was there. And the same show we're doing for his star, we're doing the same song, and I played it in B flat just to mess with him. He looked at me, gave me this. He caught scare. it too, man. He, oh, he looked at me, and I said, and I, I put my finger, I got you. I got you. <laughs> it was great. Yeah, well, if it's one thing about Earl, he does have a very good sense of humor. Mm-hmm. You know, well, this guy's seen it all. I mean, yeah, you know. Sure. You, know. You, guys, uh, you guys, speaking of seeing it all, have, uh, and I know we got all night we'll get into some of these mm-hmm. some of these things but you guys have got a good standing gig down on beale yes we you've been do. doing it for several several years now right better part of a decade me yeah. and scrap have been doing it and uh you're and, down uh, there at what blues hall and uh tap room right and every now and then they let us in the run boogie <laughs> <laughs> let, us in let, in. let you in let, let us in over there yeah. <laughs> well that's well that's that's good and i heard uh, i've already heard uh before we got on the air that y'all had a decent weekend down there uh we played we had the aac tournament that was happening yeah. over there at the fedex forum so you had a bunch of tourists in town <laughs> we played tuesday night at blues hall yeah friday night at blues hall yeah Last night at the tapping room. Yeah. And then we come over here tonight. So, yeah, it's been four it's nights been, this week. Yeah. Not bad. Not bad. This whole year, it's been about three nights a week now. We got Tuesdays as our standing gig at the Blues Hall. And then every Friday and Saturday, we're either tap room and Blues Hall. And then every now and then over at Rum Boogie for a it's night. a good three nights a week you're yeah. down there doing a the thing. Yeah. Yep. Is, is, it, is it good for you? You liking it? You, yeah. Yes. It hasn't yes. worn off yet? No. <laughs> not if yet. it hasn't by this time. <laughs> well, now look, I bring this up because. Apparently, you and your fans, um, you have a you have a good relationship with your fans. They love you to death. Oh yeah, and so much so that you have you gotten your tetanus shot? Have, <laughs> you, you got you got oh, bit by a fan. Yes, that was down in Jackson, Mississippi. And I texted you about that at two yes, o'clock in the yes, morning. Yes, you did. Yes, and I don't remember sending you the. Text. I was sitting there watching TV, and and, <laughs> and my phone goes off, and I'm, I'm like, "Who the hell is this?" And I look over there, and I went, "Oh, this ought to be good." <laughs> And you tell me about this woman who, what, so, she, didn't she like rush the stage or something? After. Yeah. After. Yeah. So we played, uh, we usually, we have our standing gigs on Bill, and I think, uh, what'd you count it, Jason, last year? It was like. We did like 101 gigs. It was like 101, 101 gigs, gigs just on Bill Street last year. And we're like doubling that this year. Plus, we started, we had, uh, like we'd go to Little Rock once a quarter. We played this weekend down in Jackson, Mississippi. You know, yeah. We're going out a little bit more. Yeah. So we played this place called Frank Jones Corner down in Jackson. I had a Friday and a Saturday night. And Friday night, the place was kind of, it was about half packed, but it, it was a good time. 
you know, people bringing drinks up to the stage all night and everybody having a good time. And then Saturday night hit, and it everybody that came Friday came Saturday and brought all their and brought friends. their friends with them. Yeah, because it was like shut the doors down, packed in there, man. It was crazy. So that's when you know you're doing it right, hanging over the stage, packed, yeah. man. And so Scrap's taking this solo Saturday night. Of course, everybody loves Scrap, and this one girl had brought. Not her. everybody, but that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> So I kid. It's like this girl's like three rows deep, and she had brought a couple of shots up. To three the rows stage. deep and nine sheets in. Yeah. Right? <laughs> and so Scraps played a solo, and she's reaching her hand out, and I'm down high fiving people and stuff. And I reach down to high five her, and she grabs my hand, and I started Uh-oh. laughing. It, I know it's radio. But she grabbed the side of my hand and just bit down on the side of my hand. So I yanked my hand back and started laughing, and Scrap saw me. And when I backed up, she rushed up on the stage. And the security guy comes over, and her boyfriend just grabs her around the waist and pulls her off. He's going, sorry, man, sorry, man. (laughs) She gets a little bitey after a few few Jaeger bombs. (laughs) So it was a good weekend, man. It was fun. You could call it good, yeah. So right after that, me and Scott got on the mic because there was her, and then there was like four dudes in Pantera shirts that just kept screaming at us from the front row of the whole town. So (laughs) right after that, me and Scott get on the mic, and we're like, hey, man. Let's get all the ladies up here to the front, man. I said, we've had all these dudes yelling at me for three songs. Let's get all the ladies up here. And number two, no biting, man. Don't bite me, dude. <laughs> Don't, bite me. <laughs> Don't bite the guitar player. You know what? They all came up there, too, man. It was a good time. Yeah. It was fun. Danced all night long. Well, everywhere you guys go, you, you, uh, you, you, you draw it out of folks. That's, I mean, that's our tribe, man. I thought about it this weekend. That that's my people. Those are your people, all right. That's, there's no two ways around that. Well, but that's good. That you know, that's it, it, you know, since since the band has grown, you've you've got this rhythm section over here. It's uh, one of the best yes. in the city, and these oh, guys wow. yeah. these, these guys have got it going, and that ain't hurting none. No man. Just no. Add, like I told you upstairs, it's like adding to the myth. You know. Yeah. <laughs> it's the most dangerous. We're building band, it, man. Most dangerous band on Beale. One you know, city at a time. One city at a time. He hadn't been banned from any place, so that's no, good. No, no, no. We got home, and uh, me and Scott, and so we all left from my house. So we got home pretty early that Sunday, Monday morning. Yeah. And Sunday morning. And my wife was out on the porch, and we were all get piling out laughing and had been driving all, you know. A little punchy. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I'll start telling her the story about the girl biting me on the hand. And she was laughing. And I was like, oh, you wouldn't have been laughing if you were there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you laugh now. <laughs> and he admitted that. Why did he say that? Uh, <laughs> that makes no sense. I have to, man. I she, can't she, lie, didn't, man. she didn't, like, draw blood or anything. No, 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 no. I didn't have any teeth marks. <laughs> I said, hey, get away from her. You don't know where she's been. <laughs> <laughs> that was after Scrap let her rush the stage. And well, afterwards, he tells me. <laughs> yeah, thanks, I Scrap. I didn't let her nothing, man. <laughs> <laughs> she was in love you, man. <laughs> well, that's hilarious. Uh, well, uh, we've, we've got we've got some friends in here tonight as well. Our friend right. Dave Lambert is here. Mm-hmm. Uh, there he is. He's over there at the door. He maybe could be coaxed into playing with you guys cool. a little later on if you want to. Uh, he's a great slide player. Uh, he's, cool. He's got he's got a great great vibe to it. So uh, that'll be fun. Yeah. And man. also Willie Hall's in the house. So where, yeah. Wherever he went. Willie. So. Willie. Yeah. He's over there. He's sitting on the couch taking a nap. So. <laughs> Uh, well, what do you say, fellas? Let's jump into a tune. Let's All get right. it going. Let's get this thing started up the way that the uh, the Delta Project usually does. Now, see, 
I start every gig off by saying, let's take it easy, let's get into it a little bit. <laughs> and then by the second song, it's all off. Yeah, but not tonight. No. <laughs> well, Scott came with a little warm-up song. We do a warm-up song to start off, you know, and then and we do it in between sets and do it. It's pretty, pretty cool, but... But, you know, just jump into it. Just jump into it. Yeah. You know, the world just don't suck. Let's do uh, Stop Breaking Down. E, right? How many years have you been playing this song and you had to ask what key it was in? Man, in every show. <laughs> was it an E? No, it's an A. You never played this one? Yeah. Oh, all good. Time. Nope, Scott's never played this. I do all the time. I, I know you do. Yeah. I ask him all the time. <laughs> you do it just to piss him off, too. I, I, I don't know how you are. Like he did earlier. <laughs> oh, come on, man. Don't. Oh, what's that? Ready?
one. Hey, how about that? Yeah. There you go. That's the uh, Delta Project right here. A few folks are in. Uh, Mark's gone live over on Facebook Live, and uh, Mary's like, where's this happening at? And I just I sent her the link, and uh, Johnny says, uh, turn the guitar down, please. <laughs> <laughs> so he's turning it down. <laughs> I thought the laugh was the appropriate response, but that's fine. It's, no, no, no. No, 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 no. turn it up. He's <laughs> turning it up, no. Uh, yeah, no, I've got you. I got you going over here pretty good there, Scrap. Cool. <laughs> sounded nice. sounded, sounded hey, You guys, that song's turned into one of our favorites. <laughs> we just all of a sudden we just oh, it's just like yeah. It's a good way to open a show. Mm-hmm. Is, is that is that your typical show opener? Is that tune or are you just you, somewhere around some, there? Somewhere around there. Somewhere around there. There's no rhyme or reason of what we open with. Uh, well, no, God, no. There shouldn't be. Don't yell at me because I never use a set list. Well, yeah. no, you and don't need one. <laughs> I never tell them what I'm going to do either. Well, so you, I just go into stuff. You just work the room. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I'm kidding. God, what song is that? What key is that in? <laughs> That's why he always asks you, and it's always an A. Sometimes, yeah. <laughs> no, it's not. Always. Did you bring your F harp over here, by the way? Did you replace that? You showed me one earlier that looked like it had been shot. Oh, no, I sat on it. Oh, this is a harmonica. He said on it. Blues pair of harmonics bent. Yeah. C harp. But it still plays. Still playing. It's a Marine band. It'll play forever. Well, yeah, it will. Yeah, you you could you could drive over it and it would still do well. So will you, Scrap. You I, will play forever. That's right. I, I did that one time. I you, you, dro- you drove over it? Tr- oh, yeah. Left my harmonica in the back of my truck, leaving the, uh, setting up the tap room. Where are my harmonicas? Uh, we hosted the Blues Jam at Kudzu's. Yeah. yeah. We got there and got all set up. And he goes, oh, I forgot my harps. I had to go home. You got one job, man. One job. No, Jay, this is on the bill street. I was sitting in the tap room, and I left, and they fell off right there at Union. Yeah. I found them on the ground all smushed. Oh. I, had, I had to go to Martin's guitar and get four. I'd get an A, a C, and a D, and an F. <laughs> Just enough to get through tonight, right? You know? So I spent 150 bucks on harmonicas that night. Oh, well, they're with your they're they're with with my gig money. Yeah. For the next two weeks. He said, hey, man, I got three keys I can play in tonight. I said, that's good. Because I'm only playing three kids. <laughs> <laughs> but those were the harps I had. That's <laughs> what I had. But hey, you, you make it work. You... And here we are. <laughs> yeah. There's no money made up here. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's only the first three frets. That's, that's Anything beyond that's going to cost you. <laughs> I beg to differ because I'm all up over this thing. Hey, yeah, you are. You, yeah, you are all over it. Hell, you even added a string to it since the last time yeah, I saw you. I've been, yeah, I took under consideration. I've played a five string for years. Yeah. And I played a four string with these cats when I first started playing. And uh, just to kind of keep it within a lot simpler focus on the rhythm, whatever. And uh, and Alan Johnson from uh-huh. Johnson and the Plantation. I know Alan. Alan. Alan and that what and 12 girl, string thing that he's got. Uh-huh. He's got he's got some kind of custom job now that. Oh, God. Oh, that's that's beautiful. That's probably the most beautiful yeah. just hand carved. Anyways, back to the point. I think he showed it to <laughs> me, yeah. That, uh, you know, yo, man, you ought to play a five-string. I said, I do play a five-string. It's probably, what, about a year ago now? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, and I said, I got one. I just don't play it. Because blah, blah, blah. So I broke it back out and fell back in love with it. So Yeah, once you've done it for a long time, you're, you, there's that comfort level, and then, right, and then away right. you go. You know. Six is a bit much, but five yeah. is good for me. Gives you a little more room to a little more room to move around. Right, right on. Uh, before we break, uh, how about another tune there, uh, fellas? All right. Let's do a schoolgirl. Another key. That's my other key. That plays ground. Yep. Keep that guitar down, guy. <laughs> <laughs> Kitty Allen used to. What so, key? Somebody's it. Somebody's gonna get all worked up. So. Yeah. 
That's all right, brother. We're having some fun with you. That's all. I'm gonna be over there and biting you in a minute. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> oh He's God! Get in his car and come over here and bite you. We're trying to beat me. Film it, please. Film it, please. We got that story too. Uh oh, did you screw it up? This thing's in tune when I bought it, man. <laughs> Five years ago.
Delta Project, kids. We'll pause. We'll be back. These guys are hanging out with us all night, and at least until the liquor holds out, and, uh, or until the paddy wagon pulls up and hauls every one of us away. Radio above us here in the booze and the blues on this Sunday evening. It is St. Patrick's Day. There ain't nothing on TV, uh, and, and there ain't nothing on the air either, <clears throat> except us and the Delta Project here in the house. So you might as well hang with us. That's uh, right. Our old friends, the Delta Project, out uh, causing some trouble. That's what we say at all our gigs. So you might as well hang with us. Might as well hang with us because, you know, this is the closest most of you will get to any type of criminal activity without getting arrested. <laughs> Which, by the way, last night um, I went over to um, Lafayette's to go see the Kudzu Kings, right? Cool. So, wow. I, so I got home, and um, there was a car parked in front of my house. Um, Did it have lights flashing? No, 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 no. <laughs> no, it was it was a guy. It, the car was running. I didn't think anything of it, you know. And it was somebody sitting there in, in the car, and I was like, "Hey, he's probably waiting on somebody." So I go inside. You know, I go in the house. You know, about 30, 45 minutes later, I go back outside, and the car's still running. <gasps> and I and I walk over to. Now, I've seen some pretty crazy stuff there in the in the Cooper Young. You know, I've I've, I've seen some stuff. Where I've moved. been to your place a couple times. Yes. yes. Oh, so yeah. I, so I'm on the sidewalk, and I look through the passenger side, and dude slumped over the steering wheel. Oh no! And I'm thinking, okay. A, the guy's dead, <laughs> which I don't want to be on the 10 o'clock news, um, yeah. and, and or B, which is more likely the case, the guy's just drunk. So I call the police because I don't want this guy to just throw it into drive and go, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah, yeah. flying down the road. I, I don't want to be that guy. So within about 30 minutes later, a cop comes by <laughs> after I call the, the non-emergency number. And the guy was cool. He was, he was awesome. He went over there, and he took he, he had his gun out. And he tapped it on the glass because he didn't know. You know, I don't blame him. Though. I don't blame I him. I would too. The guy wakes up, opens up the door, shits himself apparently, and and the cop is like, "Are you all right?" And he goes, "Yeah, I'm just you know just kind of sleeping one off here." And he said, "Turn the car off and hand me your keys," which he does. Long story short, the cop calls him an Uber. What? Yeah, yeah, what? calls him an Uber, which was way cool. Yeah. I, you know, and, and, and so I'm in the driveway, kind of watching this unfold in the. And the, and the and the cop he goes Good for him, man. He, he's like he goes you did the right thing to call us and I said well you did the right thing for not really like ruining this guy's weekend yeah and he goes well he wasn't driving anywhere and I said you know in Texas if you're behind the wheel of a car drunk mm-hmm. and your keys are in your pocket that shows intent to drive and they'll bust you for DUI wow. yeah. they will they don't they don't play around so anyway we waited for about five minutes an Uber shows up the cop stays to make sure he gets into the Uber. And away he goes. Wow. So, you know, 
It was a, it was a good thing. The cop did a good yeah. thing. You know, it's like he goes, man, we don't like busting people for DUI unless it's a really you know yeah, egregious right. thing. Right. He said it's a party weekend. People are having some fun and. Thank God the guy wasn't driving. And yeah, I, and I said that, it, that's cool, man. That was cool. So all's well that ends well. All's well that ends well. And I had a cigar and a few more drinks, and off I went. Because <laughs> I'm, I'm standing in my driveway with a shot glass and a beer and a cigar, and he's he's like, "Well, you're not driving anywhere, are you?" I'm like, "Hell no, I live here." <laughs> you're now standing on private property. I am nice. nowhere near public property. That almost took a very bad turn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Only Rick would get busted for DUI in his own driveway. <laughs> No, it wouldn't happen. It wouldn't happen. So that's about as about as wild of a story. Oh, he needs the key. Um, if you would please. So speaking of wild stories, you were hinting to me at something about a uh, uh, some incident that occurred. Oh well, this <laughs> is because you guys have like a library of things. I mean, you should write well, a book. Well, really. I mean, there's more to the to this Jackson trip, man. Yeah. There, there was a. There's always more. <laughs> what happens on these trips is uh, me and Scott and Scrap drive down together. Uh-huh. And then Jason and his lovely fiance Heather, who... They fly in on the jet. Well, they wrangle us. <laughs> she wrangles us and takes care of our merch and makes right. sure everybody's where She's they're supposed making, to be. Making sure you're supposed to be where you're supposed right. to be. Right. So right. they drive down together. Right. And they get this super nice hotel room. And we get one across the city. And first of all, we show up at their hotel <laughs> yeah. looking like the Muppets coming yeah. up there. They just come wandering in. <laughs> Who are these street people? Oh, man. And so our hotel sold beer down at the counter when you yeah. came in. Hell, yeah. yeah. Why didn't y'all stay there? <laughs> and so there was three of us in this room. And Scott tells us, I'm just going to sleep on the floor, man. <laughs> you two can have the beds. I'm good with that. So I didn't argue with him. Yeah. Right. We wake up, and Scott's sitting in a chair staring at us, man. <laughs> well, wait a minute. Back up. A hotel floors, that takes balls to sleep yeah, right? on. Because yeah, yeah, you don't did. know. Yeah. You take a black light in there, it looks like a Jackson Pollock painting. You get both nights. Oh, Jesus. Wow. And so, this hotel we stayed at, apparently... It was right by, it was a convention center and hotel, and across the street, apparently this national rodeo was down there. Okay. So there's all these rodeo people. All these cowboys down there. And us. Oh, God. And we come through the lobby carrying our guitar cases and stuff, and of course everybody's like, oh, there's the band. <laughs> oh, it's the band. <laughs> so, right. Why right, won't you and guys you be ever, surprised? I'm sure you have. Have you ever seen Coming to America? Oh, yes. yes. Where he opens the curtains and yells out, yes, yes. I wasn't awake yet. I rolled over in the bed. There's all these cowboys outside. And Scott opens the door, opens the curtains in the window and goes, yes. 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 <laughs> Finish it. <laughs> yes. I am. I just spent a couple hours on the floor, man. I was all right. So we come in. <laughs> there was hey, sharing pictures and whatnot. It, oh. It's great for radio. It went black, <laughs> but uh, you know. Check it. This is the whole weekend in the elevator and everything. Oh, okay. I got. I, I got you. It's one of those places. Classy joint. You know, they cleaned up like three times. I can't believe they didn't get it. Yeah. It was there all weekend. Yeah. The whole weekend. So <laughs> after the gig Saturday night and with chick bit me on the hand and we had a great time we packed up we got back to the hotel scrap doesn't drink anymore so bless his heart scrap drove us around all weekend he's the designated driver yes. for you designated drunks that's what and that is yeah. so we get back to the room and 
we get we get to the room about five and we got to leave at noon to come back home and we're still up from the show so scrap goes up to the room me and scott go hey man let's go downstairs and get some beers and it's like five o'clock <laughs> <laughs> so we go down there and this is, this is the same guy that we checked in with who showed us his baseball bat he kept behind the counter when we checked in. Right on. It's, yeah, it's a classy, <laughs> classy joint. Classy joint, yeah. right? Yeah. So Scott's like, for some reason I had it in my head, these were $3 a piece. and so The beers were three, yeah, three a piece? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. No. So Scott goes, hey, man, give me a couple Coronas. So he pays him. And I said, hey, man, let me get two Heinekens. And I slap a $5 bill down on the counter. Yeah. It's too early for me to do math. I slap the five dollars in and take the beers and start laughing with Scott and start going back upstairs. And the guy's like, Hey man, that's eight bucks. I said, Eight bucks? I thought they were three apiece. And Scott goes, Import four. Hey man, you slapped a five on the table <laughs> and took his beers. Oh yeah, your math was way wrong. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you go. And then we made it back home. So yeah, it's well there it is. Weekend, it's, 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 sun come up drinking beer, man. There's nothing like that, really. No, you know, uh, one of my favorite writers in the world is uh, Hunter Thompson, and he mm-hmm. he used to say that uh, the best sunrise was the one worth staying up for. Yeah, yeah. right. You yeah. know, I think there's something to be said for that. Yeah. You know, yeah. So that that was finishing up the Jackson story. So, <laughs> well, the it's one salve for the wound. The one we were Scrap was alluding to earlier. You're talking about the tourists that were coming Tuesday night and the the. The basketball tournament and yeah. everything was going on, right? Yeah, the AAC, yeah. So we're playing at the, at the Blue Solid Tuesday night, and I look up, and Rob Bland comes in, and there's like a whole entourage that comes with him, and Gary Clark Jr. comes in right? while we're standing there. And I look right. over at Scrat, and we're in the middle of playing a song, and I said, hey, dude, I think that's Gary Clark Jr. sitting there, like right at the end of the bar, right in front of the stage. Yeah. And I didn't say anything, and Scrat goes, Hey, man, you want me to go see it? I said, yeah, why not? Scrap jumps off the stage and goes over there and goes, Hey, man. Hey, man, are, are you Gary Clark Jr.? And what did, what did the guy say? He goes, he, go, he goes, yeah. I said, you're badass, man. You're badass. You didn't invite him up to play or anything? I was like, no, you just keep you your seat what? there, man. I'm so glad he didn't. Yeah. We had this whole discussion. I didn't take a picture with him. He hung out for 45 minutes. Oh, yeah. He yeah. watched the whole second half of Kick our video. set. We, uh... We started playing uh, one of our songs, Bird on a Wire, and he was just like, oh, man. And, you know, he was grooving the whole day, having a good time. only thing I wanted to do was shake his hand. So we walked out into the crowd while we were playing. Me and Scrap always walk out. In the yeah, because you guys have the wireless yeah. thing, yeah. Well, I just got a super long cord. Yeah, super long cord. I break all my wirelesses. <laughs> <laughs> He's the one with the wireless. He's yeah, 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 yeah. over here. And uh, so when I was soloing, he was like, he took a picture on his phone, and then I reached out and high-fived him and shook his hand and everything. And, uh, so he got the selfie with. Well, he was. I don't know if he was taking it for Instagram or whatever. He was. Right. I was soloing and he was taking it. Yeah, on his phone. How cool is that? Right. That's awesome. And uh, so we get back on stage and we stop and everybody's having a good time. And I was nervous for like a minute when I met him. And then after that, it was like we were buddies. And so he's just a guy like yeah, everybody yeah, yeah, else. Yeah. 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 So I tell the crowd, I'm like, Hey, man, y'all got any blues you want to hear? We'll try it for you, man. You know, same thing we always do. And he yells out, man, just do what you do, man. I turn around to Scott and I was like, what are we going to play, dude? <laughs> Scott starts the bass line to Matchbox Blues. Oh, like yeah, yeah, the Albert King, yeah. Gary stood up off his chair and yeah. went, oh, man. And he, yelled, he was like, y'all better bring it. 
And yeah. at that point, I was almost like, okay, Gary Clark Jr. <laughs> you don't <laughs> F this up. <laughs> Let me handle this. <laughs> I got it from here, man. So, yeah, Sorry, but he was super cool, man. I shook his hand before they all left, before we got done with the set. But he made it a point to come back by the stage and yeah, wait until everybody That's bought awesome. That's, that's super cool. I, I like hearing stories about that stuff. That's awesome. There's that story. And then well, <laughs> well, hold off on that. Yeah, uh, well, yeah, we yeah, got, yeah. We got, let's, let's hear the Matchbox. You want to do oh, it? Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Sure, let's, sure, sure, you brought it up. You might as well play that's it. That's why you're the professional, Rick. And you better bring it. <laughs> you better bring it. Oh. <laughs> e, right? G. See, 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 I know that. I yeah, I, I see what you're doing, Scrap. You always got to be. You throw that pressure on me. <laughs> don't don't question the man. Just do it. Yeah. I say that every show. Don't you put that pressure on me, man. It's bad enough having Gary Clark Jr. judging you, but yeah. <laughs> what key are we doing, Scrap? R. R. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's open R too. That's the really okay. cool thing about open it. R. Yeah. Down a half step. <laughs> yeah. Usually, last night about the third set. I had a few people bring me drinks during the night. I came back and there was a big green beer sitting on my amp. And so while we were playing, I turned around and yelled the key out to Jason, our drummer. <laughs> well, he needs he's to like, know. Why are you yelling the key at me, man? <laughs> it's in Q flat.
Gary Clark Jr. will lit up over that. That's all right. right we there. got done with that song one night, and some guy said, Hey, man, because we always said, Well, there's some Memphis music for you there. Because to me, Albert King did that song, man. 
Yeah. This guy said, um, actually, Blood Limerick Jefferson did that song first a long time ago. And I said, shut up, man. Albert King did that song. That's how I know it. <laughs> You're wrong and I'm right. Everybody's a critic, man. Everybody's a damn critic. Go get a go get your refund for your cover and go home. <laughs> I didn't even say that. That's funny. Yeah, take your shit and get out of here. We are in the studio with the Delta Project, our old friends that uh, have uh, have uh, kindly given up their uh, their St. Patty's night to uh, come hang with us. Yeah, man. <laughs> it could be worse. It could be. It could be a lot worse. St. <laughs> Patty's the weekend for us. <laughs> well, there's there is there is that. <laughs> Certainly the case. Yeah. Um, so, uh, what, what other trouble did you guys get into? Oh, you had man. a good weekend, I know. Uh, we've had a great couple of years, man, with yeah. this band. Yeah. Ever since we've got Scott and Jason with us. Yeah. And uh, the last. See, it's 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 all you guys' fault. Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. Seems like the last. Because before 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 th- before this, it was that. <laughs> <laughs> His face when he says it. <laughs> we start out as us. You oh. did, you know. And to your credit, though, I mean, you guys did a great job as a duo. You really did. You know, as a solo duo act, it was it was it was a great thing. It was, fun. It was nothing wrong with it at all. We still do it. Yeah, once a month or so. Yeah, yeah and it's, that's great. Mm-hmm. And then and then you go and you add these guys, and then now all of a sudden this this thing just explodes. Right, and shit, man. It's it's huge. So and, the last month or so, I don't know what's happened, but. Vince Johnson. One. Okay. So the last month or so, I don't know what's happened, but usually on Tuesdays we play at the Blues Hall and Vince right. Johnson's playing at Rum Boogie. Right. right. And then I know he plays during the week at Rum Boogie. No, what's He's kind of house band, though, isn't he? Yeah, kind of. Yeah. I don't know what's been happening on the weekends, but he's been showing up at our gig yeah. like the last couple months. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you guys are swinging over and there. So That's the we deal. get him up on the stage with us and just, man, the last couple of months we've been tearing the house yeah. down. Oh, yeah. the blues Hall and Tap Room down here. Yeah. Man. I mean, it's like clockwork. We start playing and like 10 minutes later, you can just see people coming yeah, in. Yeah, yeah. And they're always telling us, man, I heard you guys out there on the speaker and that's what drew me in. Just the sound you guys have. And the point I wanted to make with that is there's ever so often I'll see on Facebook or wherever this new you know, I don't want to say any names, but it'll be this new guy. These guys are keeping the blues alive, man. Go see them. Yeah. These guys are bringing the blues back. Yeah. Then you see another post. These guys are bringing the blues back, man. These blues never went anywhere, man. We're on Bill Street every week with Eric Hughes and Vince Johnson yeah. and us, man. That's right. That's right. Jamming this stuff yeah. out, man. Yeah. So if you know, there's a lot of cover bands and stuff down there too. But if you want to come down there and see blue stuff, man, come see us. That's mm-hmm. where you're going to hear. It. Yeah, there's what thirty something clubs down there, right? And about what three or four actually have the real deal. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's like I said, it's us and Eric Hughes and Vince Johnson and uh, Eric Hughes, Hughes is, is like the there. he's like the marathon he's runner like the of the Godfather whole thing. Yeah, uh, he's yeah, he's like the, he's the best dressed blues guy, man. He really is. But me and me and Walter were having this discussion the other night, man, and I'm like, dude, I keep seeing every couple of weeks this new guy or whoever it is. They're keeping the blues alive, man. Go see them. And I'm like, dude, we're down here Who every week, guy? three nights a week down here, right. tearing it up, man. Right. Well, you know, and and spend time with Walter. I love Walter. Walter, I knew is, Walter before I did Eric. Yeah, yeah, I love Walter. Walter is a, is a guy that um, it, when you when you watch him, he's kind of like our he's our version of slow hand. Yeah, you know yeah, he yeah, really yeah. is. He's he's so smooth at what he does, and mm-hmm. he's so unassuming. 
but boy, howdy, when Eric cuts him loose, yeah, oh, God. Yeah, yeah. it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. wow, well, you know, I, and, you know, he he used to play with this rock outfit, uh, the Fast Mothers. Right. He played there for years with them, and he, you know, he even said, you know, there was nothing against those boys. You know, I love them to death, but I wanted to go back and get back into the roots and play with my brother and play the blues. Mm-hmm. And that's where he felt more comfortable. And you can tell that that he's not lying because when oh, he's yeah. when he's when he's laying it in there. And he, like I said, he looks so unassuming and mm-hmm. so, and the women dig him. <laughs> that, you know, there was, you bring the, was, you bring the broads to the, st- to the show, you're doing well. It was New Sorry, Year's, Natalie. and I think. And, and happy belated birthday. He just had a birthday also. Did he? Oh, that's yeah. right. Yeah, oh, Walter yeah. did have a birthday. Yeah. There was one, uh, it was New Year's this year, I think. I think Vince was playing in one place. Eric was playing at the Blues Hall, and we were playing at the tap room. So it was n- everybody running back and forth all night. That's great. It was nuts, man. That and is. You seen all these musicians you hadn't seen them all there. It yeah. was just like really all yeah. It's just unbelievable. And for those who don't know, Eric Eric was our first president. Eric is the one who yeah. originated the Memphis Blues Society. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah. At the Bel Air. Yeah. At Sycamore View. Yeah. He, he, he was the one. Yeah. He originated the blues jams at the uh, at the Bel Air. Mm-hmm. The Bel Air Bar and Grill. I remember. Yeah. I used to live not far when, from there. Yeah. When the Bill Street Blues Society crashed and burned, uh, Eric was the one who brought it back. Mm. Mm-hmm. That's something. I yeah. seen him. I knew Walter from playing at the Poplar Lounge, and then I seen Eric on the news talking about the Blues Society. He had the number. If you want to come play, here's the number. And I'd played at that club in West Memphis for a long time, but never mm-hmm. came over here. Mm-hmm. So I called the number, and he's like, yeah, man. It was when they had it at Neal's. Come out when they moved it to Neal's. Right, right, right. right. Jam, we're going to start doing Back it when Neal's was Midtown. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. Madison. Yeah, this yeah. was, this was 20, 20 years ago. Right. I was on Bill Street. With a and, fat man rocks. And that's when uh, Eric had first showed up um, on Bill, and um, – and Eric approached me and said, I uh, wanted to get involved. And I said, well, I'm sorry, but, you know, actually the Bill Street Blue Society has just gone under. And he handed me, like, a handmade CD of his uh-huh. band. Wow. Cool. And, uh, and that's when, that's when it all shortly happened. thereafter, yeah. that's when he started the jams at Bel Air. And, and, you know, right now in Nashville – the same there's a very similar scenario that mm-hmm. has gone down the nashville yes, blues society I doesn't know. exist i was shocked mm, when i found really? that out i was re- i was too I, in fact it kind of pissed me off when i first heard about it is that you know nashville okay it's got country and it's a it's a music town okay it's it's in a, in a way a, a, a twisted sister of memphis mm-hmm. But for them to just shut down their blue society, they had a very, very active, very, very active, very, cool, very vibrant, a very yes, and a lot of players over there that could do really well. And all of a sudden, Nashville, the blue society just shut down, left all these musicians hanging. They did, they they couldn't get into the IBC, they wow. couldn't get into any of this stuff, and it it was like you know that what a disservice. These yeah, people just, did to those mm-hmm. artists because that's just wrong. It is, man. But that's what happens sometimes, Rick. You know. But uh, Eric Hughes comes and straps on his cape and saves Memphis. Uh, in, well, in I a called way, that you know? number on the news, right? And yeah. I got to talking to him. Uh, it was his home number. Yeah, it was his, it was his <laughs> personal phone number. So yeah, we've been friends yeah. ever since then. Yeah, he's like, hey, man. Eric is awesome. You got my number now. <laughs> you know, not long ago, I guess it was about. It's been over a year now. When when somebody had stolen his guitars, remember that? Oh, that was all over the news. And sucks so bad. He had come down here shortly after that. And we were talking about that mm-hmm. on the air, and he said, "He goes, yeah, man. He goes, I got my guitars back." 
and they got the guys who stole it. And I said, yeah. what are you going to do? And he goes, oh, we're going to go down and go bail them out. Oh, oh no! Eric's a marine. You yeah, know, yeah, 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 yeah. you know he'll, he'll fuck you up. You know, I heard him one night. Some guy <laughs> walked up jokingly while the band was playing, and they grabbed his tip bucket and went to like walk off with it. And he goes, "Hey, brother, if you can run faster than this forty-five, you can have it, man." <laughs> <laughs> Don't steal a working man's tools. Don't touch his money, and you know, enjoy the show. Pay the covering. Don't be an ass. You know. Well, we had a guy. Uh, uh, was it Captain or Blue Saw? He's trying to go. And James, James, watch that guy. Watch that guy. Oh, yeah. Just some random dude in the crowd. And he'd been watching watch this the whole night and tipping a lot of money. And he grabs tip hey, grab he, Wait, wait, wait. He was tipping a lot of money. There. He was watching a lot of money go into the bucket. No, he was tipping a lot of money at first. Yeah. Then he took the bucket and walked it around for us to everybody else. Oh, he was passing the plate. Yeah, back, yeah, yeah. Well, the well, that's going to make you him. nervous. You couldn't see him. Oscar, where'd he go? Because it was so packed. And I was so going. I sent Scrap out there. It's like, hey, man, watch that dude out there. That's what you do. <laughs> so we started standing. I'm playing so I can't walk out there right then. But. Did, and he brought it back, I assume. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. There's been a lot of times where I'm like, hey, Scrap. Go. Oh, he does. Yeah. Him off the hey, stage. Scraps. Yeah. You know, <laughs> check that out. You know, you hear stories of a lot of these blues guys that would, you know, pack a pistol in their boot, mm-hmm. or, or there's a reason for that. Yeah. You know, we've heard we've heard horror stories about musicians, and it this has been it's been going on since the teens. Mm-hmm. You know, like the 19 teens. Yeah. You know, of people getting screwed. That's what I love in Cadillac Records with Muddy Waters. Opens his guitar case, and there's a pistol under the guitar when he takes it out. <laughs> yeah. Where, weren't you in Cadillac Records, Willie? Is it? That, what was I thinking of? You did Blues Brothers and you were in um, Soul Men. Soul Men, that's what it was. That's what it was. Black Snake Moan. He's he's involved in a couple of soundtracks with projects I don't know that we can really elaborate on, but uh, <laughs> and now the new Eddie Murphy movie. The, which which yeah, one? Dolomite. 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 Yeah, he's doing yeah. Dolomite, and because there's there's another Eddie Murphy movie film coming out too, which is the sequel to Coming to America. Oh yeah. <laughs> and you're, you're involved in that, aren't you? No. no. You you didn't do that one. You oh, did God. you did Dolomite. <laughs> cool. Soundtrack to Dolomite. Wow. Scott Bomar, myself, Michael Toes, and Lester Snell, and uh, uh, Mark Mark Franklin. Yeah, Mark. Well, you got some heavy hitters. You got to play with again. Yeah. yeah. It was a time period, and they wanted the old school stuff. Cool. Yeah. And, uh, we fit the bill. Absolutely. Yeah. This guy right here, man. It's you gonna know. be all right. It's gonna be all right. I yeah. When he told me about, it, I said. You got it in the union, right? Didn't you, Willie? <laughs> and he, he looked at me like, "How did you know?" <laughs> yeah. You know, you've got you've got to do that. You got to do that kind of stuff to protect yourself because yeah. there's too many snakes in the bushes, man. Mm-hmm. It, it, it's you know. Hey, Willie, hop up on this mic right up here, if you would, please. There used, yeah. there used to be in the late '60s where we had what, what was called a union man. Yeah. Uh, he was a union rep. Uh, he was an agent that would come out to the gig. And if you played in, a, in an established club, or uh, mainly most any club, he would want the musicians to show their union card because you used to have to pay union fees. I think they were quarterly fees, maybe $7,500, $200, something like that. So any musician that worked around the United States uh, in certain clubs, you had to pay union dues. And this guy would come around, he had a suit, and he would come around, he'd want to speak to the club owner and the uh, the leader of the band, and he'd want the, the, the leader of the band to make sure all the uh, players in, that were playing, performing in that club had their dues paid. 
And if you didn't have, uh, if you had somebody playing in the band that wasn't in the union, he said, what about the uh, bass player? Well, he's not in the union, okay, that's extra money. But before you could go back on, on that stage or go on that stage, your dues had to be paid. If not, you couldn't perform. And I don't know what these guys did with that money or whatever, but um, we were held back uh, as musicians during that time because of that, that procedure. That it, it, that happened a lot, and, and I like how it was parodied a little bit in Blues Brothers there at the at Bob's Country Bunker. Yeah, that's a that's a funny scene, but there's there's so much. John. <laughs> he pulls a pack of the pack of Chesterfields and he goes, "We're with the Musicians Union." I remember reading there's a one of my Stevie Ray and Double Trouble books. Yeah, there's a story about the Union guy coming around and Stevie ducking the guy for like 20 bucks because he owed 20 bucks to the musician union oh yeah so that must have been what that was yeah. that's part of it yeah i don't know i don't know what it's going to take i mean you know it, it's 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 a tough world as it is mm -hmm. but uh but but the bottom line guys like you who are out there grinding it out mm -hmm. every night entertaining these tourists entertaining these people that come to the city mm -hmm. that's speaks volumes to me you know it really does yeah. and and it's a long-standing tradition that you guys keep doing yeah. but uh, just on a, on a side note one thing that just pisses me off if when someone say y'all pay for that y'all y'all play down for that well, little money you should... ask yourself why do you do it why do we do that? yeah but, why do we why do we do that because i love to do it if it's in you, it's got to come out. But, 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 I'm saying, but, I, but what I'm saying is, we're, we're, you know, I've had, I'm not going to mention people's names, talking about. Name names, goddammit. Name names. Name, name, name names. Well, I know. A musician. They come out saying. Whatever names he mentions are property of his. No, my folk be fucking pissed off or, 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 bad, or mad or feel like a, a scumbag from playing for not enough money on Bill Street. Bullshit. I like playing down there. I like meeting people from other countries and and people from different parts. And of You like watching your guitars get bit. Yeah, you know. Don't, yeah. Don't t don't tell me I'm a scumbag for not for playing this place because they don't pay him enough money. That's just bullshit, and it pisses me off. Well, well what upsets yeah. me? What upsets me is that in this day and time, going down to Bill Street, how can you not expect to pay a cover charge going into a going into any bar in Bill Street to hear a band? Yep. Mm -hmm. What makes you think you cannot expect to pay a cover yeah. charge? And yeah. I don't get how people can still walk up to a bar and you say it's $5 or it's $10 to come in and then look at you like you're crazy. Yeah. I mean, that is just... Can I get it for free? It's insane. I mean, I, I don't understand I slept with the harmonica sister. Uh, I totally <laughs> don't understand that. Well, hey, speaking of which, is... And I'm going to name a name. Does Rum Boogie still have that, that, that weird charge they add to the tab? Yeah, but they changed it a little yeah. bit. About yeah. it. Okay. They changed the wording on it a little yeah. bit. Well, they changed the wording of it. But they're adding, what, a $10 deal? Is that what it was? Or 7 bucks or something? I don't know what it is. But it goes from 4 to 6 And it goes on to the tab. Yeah. And it's supposed to go to the musicians. Right. Is it supposed to be part of the guarantee? Or are you seeing that? Yeah, it makes the bar go. You know, you get paid from the bar, so it makes the bar go up a little bit. But then what happens is, is people are like, "Well, this is on my tab. I'm not going to tip you." So I mean, it's, well, yeah. So the servers yeah, get it's, it's, they it's, get screwed. Yeah. 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 Cause I, and you, because I got to get carry that tip bucket around. I mean, I have, I have seen it mostly with out of town people, and I've and I have I have stood at, yeah, the, tourists, at the door yeah. of of these bars. 
and it's mostly with out-of-towners, which you would think it would just be the opposite. Mm-hmm. And they don't want to pay. Oh, I'm just here to eat. You know, I don't, I don't want to pay. We're going to ignore the music and just eat these ribs. It's crazy. You hear a great story about the scrap with the tip bucket? All right, tell me. So last night... The and then you guys are going to play. Last night at the tap room, apparently one of the owners that texts me all the time and books me uh-huh. that I've never actually met in person to know his face. I, I know who you're talking about. But apparently he was there last night. Yeah. And Scrap put the tip bucket in his face when he walked back. Good. <laughs> Did he, he, he didn't know he he's was. He's got money. Did he put anything in it? I, I can't. Here's the so. gift card. Well, you know what? That's so, they told us about it at the end of the night. I was like, good for you, Scrap. Good, good. <laughs> but if someone just says, hey, he's a, he's a, in the bar, he's a customer. He, uh, <laughs> you know, if he's in the bar, God, I mean, here, here's a tip bucket. You want to put something in it? Yeah. Open target, That's right. <laughs> exactly. You got to do what you got to do. If you hire a midget to take the tip bucket <laughs> around, you get a really? I am a midget. <laughs> oh, no. People would have sympathy. Right. And they pay more. That's right. I've seen guys right. keep women around them to do that, but I've never yeah. seen a midget. Get a midget. Get a midget or some broad in a bikini. Pregnant women or and I don't know. Uh, <laughs> All right. Somebody Dave, you want to come? You want to come and sit in with these guys? Dave Lambert is here. I don't have a union card. Uh, it's all right. Nobody in here does. Listen, after all this serious discussion, man, um, the thing I'm going to take home tonight is get a midget, man. Get a midget out of everything. Um, that's interesting. Our, our friend Dave Lambert here is from uh, from way up north, and he's going to be moving. I think he's going to be. I, could, I don't mean. He's looking like he's moving to Memphis, primarily to get away from all that snow that's up there. And uh, this guy, this guy can play. It just. Well, he's got a handsome guitar there. Yes, he does. You've got the 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 the, uh, the three biscuit. Look at like that Hammond looking steel guitar. Yeah, have a seat there so we can get you on that mic. Um. Dave is here for, uh, for I guess, a couple more weeks. I guess why you kind of get you. Uh, it looks like uh, I'm going to extend it probably into, well, we're, we're, we're together on the 7th. Got yes. So I'll probably stay another week after that. Right? Good. Mid-April. Good. Yeah. And I, I'm gonna I'm gonna be taking him around town, showing him where 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 to live and where not to live. <laughs> where to play, where not to play. Well, I tell you, and I'm glad you got to, you got to hear that conversation about Beale Street because that's the real, you know, the rawness of it, and it's it's not pretty. But it's, but it's like that in a lot of towns. You know? I kind of knew that coming in. You know, I kind of knew that, and I thought, well, you know. But again, the, the, uh, the number of players that are here and the number of good players that are here is, is outstanding. Uh, you can't go very many places and find anything like this. Absolutely. And, and that's a gift. I mean, that's... Yeah, it is. It is. Yeah. Unless, it is. I suppose unless you're trying to make a living in town. Well, <laughs> you can do it, and these guys know how. So, uh, so what do you what do you got? You're, are you a, you're you're an open? Uh, I'm in deep, but it doesn't matter what you want to do. Uh, you're playing E. That's fine. There he goes. So we're gonna we're gonna do one off our CDs. You can hear it on uh, Spotify, and iTunes, and everything. It's one I wrote for my wife called "Give Your Love to Me." Oh, how sweet. You're looking to get laid tonight. <laughs> hey, baby. Hey, honey, how you doing? You're so bad. I love it. Mm-hmm. 
Damn. Lord have mercy. Ooh, that was fun right there. I love that. I was like, don't look at it. Don't look at me now. Don't look at it. Now, that was awesome. Right on. I, I got to grab a break here because I'm going to need a cigarette after that. I may need to go get hosed down a little bit later on. Your panties dropping all across the country over that deal right there. Lord have mercy. The Delta Project. Dave Lambert sitting in on that one there. We're going to do another one with him, too. So. You guys are fun, and I, I, oh, yeah? I, I heard correctly. <laughs> cool, man. Ain't nobody lying around here. We might we might fib a bit, but we ain't lying. We ain't lying. We ain't lying. <laughs> here in the booze and blues on this Sunday evening. Here it's uh, at the bottom of the hour, working our way up toward the end of the show. Here with the uh, with the Delta Project, we've uh, we've oh, got uh, we got some we got some friends and fans down here tonight too. Uh, Damn Pam was in here. Where'd she go? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, she was playing with the bass and I said, You gonna play? And she went, Oh hell no. I said, Come on. Well well see, now Willie Hall has now stepped in on drums. It's got lines on it. It's got lines. It's got it's got frets and dots and stuff and it's it's throwing her off. Yeah. Yeah. Uh go play with Judge Booker sometime. That sounds like uh Upside down, strong right hand. Oh, Lord. We seen him down He's awesome. He is absolutely awesome. He plays with Eric a lot now. Yeah, he does. Yeah. He, you, you know, you watch him play as a guitar player. You're trying to follow him, and it's like, what, the, what are you doing? No, it doesn't, no, I don't try that. He's in our blue chance. That's how I first met him. Uh, Dave Lambert is here in the studio as well. Uh, he's our, uh, right. our, our friend from uh, up north who is uh, apparently moving into Memphis. Good luck, brother. <laughs> get you some wheel locks, man. Get you some wheel locks. Yeah. Y'all are so wrong. <laughs> I was uh, I was over at Wizards uh, last week, and they have a shirt in there, and it's it's a it's a black t shirt, and it has a a white pistol on it, and it says "Welcome to Memphis, Duck Motherfucker." <laughs> oh, man. I was like, man, 
You're probably selling those like crazy. She goes, they almost sell as well as Memphis as fuck. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I seen a when I seen the Chili Peppers, Chad Smith was wearing one of those shirts the, when they were playing. The Memphis is fucked. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. No, I tell you what, it's uh, that's that's the thing about this town. But any music town has got that got that thing going on. That's right. You know, that's that's what it's all about. Memphis is different though, man. Yeah, it is. It, it is. I love it. You know, I, I've I've made a habit over the years, thanks to Mark Caldwell, of of having and and to Natalie as well, uh, bringing in the veterans. You know, the cats that have played with Stacks for years mm-hmm. and some of the sun guys and and i always like to ask the question i said what is it about memphis music what you know what where does that come from why is memphis so special than it and it's it's the people man mm-hmm. it's it's guys like willie hall back over here on drums tonight he's, oh, yeah. he's gonna he's gonna sit in and play for a bit and uh it's 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 what it is it's 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 the it's the melding of culture and style and feeling of everything and it was it uh um Willie Mitchell used to say, and he, and he used to, he would tell uh, Howard Grimes, "Don't worry about getting to the end. We all got to get there together." Yeah, yeah, that's very true. And you know, that's that's something that's very very simple to try and understand, but hard to to hard hard to implement. One yep. thing about I've noticed about Memphis from growing up here is it, and this is to Willie Hall, you Memphis drummers are always in the pocket. Oh, it's a pocket thing. I mean, yeah. You, oh, yeah. I mean, you go from all the all the stacks guys, the blues guys. We've played with four or five drummers before uh, Jason. They all start playing. Start playing in church. Mike Munn, you know, mm-hmm. David Wright, right. and Shannon. Those they start playing in church, and you can tell you can tell a Memphis drummer somewhere. You know, How, like I, yeah, like hearing Greg Moore. You can know you can do, you know. Brian Wells comes to mind. Yeah. Oh yeah, Brian uh, Wells. Yeah, yeah. Lord of Mercy. Yeah. Good buddy, man. It's just that's that was my. It's just Memphis. Yeah, that's my take on Memphis musicians. Yeah, it's it's you know you'll joke about it being in the water. Or it's the Memphis too. Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. It's it's not. It's the people. Mm-hmm. And that's what I, it is. I was at a Wild Bill's one Sunday. Mm-hmm. They brought on this you know like young Ricky uh, drummer up to play the jam, and one of the old veteran uh, bl- uh, blues guys turned to him and said, "All right, you know, bringing him up, whatever." And he told him, he goes, all right, here's here's my advice to you. All, you, all you've got to do is every morning go down to the Mississippi River, wash your face in the muddy Mississippi River. Oh, that's gross. <laughs> <laughs> Why would you want to do that? That's nasty. I don't know. That's just part of it. Part know? of it, I guess. you, you got to get it on you. Stick your feet in the river. you got to uh, get know. some of it on you, you know. The only that's thing I know very... about the river is that's a great place to hide a body. God sounds like he knows a lot of money. Yeah. Why would you do that up north? Yeah. <laughs> it comes down yeah. here. Yeah. yeah. What's left of it. Yeah. So you know where all the bodies are hidden. Oh, yeah. Oh. Right. I've been here long enough to know where the bodies are buried. Yeah. Oh, if you can find them. Lord, Lord, Lord. No, you got to look out. Gotta That's look why I stay in good with everybody, man. <laughs> Don't try not know nobody, no money. <laughs> well, well, yeah. <laughs> There's that. There's that. You know. And Don't be stupid. Well, <laughs> you know, keep your keep your keep your head up and know where your feet are. That's really oh, kind, yeah. of, kind of kind of the thing. Yeah, you know? yeah, I got you. And you guys are you, you guys have always you know had that had that going on. And every time. 
the Delta Project comes into the studio, I am absolutely impressed with the the amount of growth that you guys have. Oh, thank you, you, thank you, you man. Yeah, it's always you, so much fun. It just comes from playing, man. I, I, well, I know a lot of artists that come through here and they get a little nervous. And they're like, yeah. oh, I don't know. I got to live up. I heard that Delta Project show. Shit, I don't know if I can keep up. Ah! That, <laughs> and you know what? They're right. They can't. They can't. <laughs> no, they can't do it at all. It's okay. It's 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 all right. Now you guys are do, you guys are doing great, and I'm really proud for you. I, d- and, I hope that you guys uh, do the IBC next year for us because. Listen. Here's my thing. I mean, I'm just saying this year was so close, and I, I really Listen, can't. that was a heartbreaker. It Listen, really I don't want to hear how close it is, man. It's a heartbreaker. We play these clubs. It was a buzzer beater. We play these clubs so many times a year, and then I just don't see why they come down for the one weekend to do it for free. I, I understand all the other stuff. Uh, Jason breaks his pedal halfway through it, man. It's just not. <laughs> I don't think it's going to happen. To be fair, man. it wasn't even his pedal. It wasn't it was, even his pedal. It was right? the house pedal. <laughs> and the sound guy was MIA. They had to send a search party out for him. You know, It's like you get these guys in the IBC, and it's like, here's a blues band from Wichita. And you know what? They sound like a blues band from Wichita. They don't sound yeah, like yeah. the real deal, man. But I don't know. Maybe I'm just jaded. That's just me. It, and it's easy to feel like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, because you're down there all the time. Mm-hmm. You know, you're yeah, in the that's grind. True. Yeah, you, we're you, closer to it. You're yeah. closer to it's. It's the old thing about being closer to the joke. It's you, yeah, 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 yeah. You understand the punchline a little too much, but to step away from it. And what is cool about the IBC is you get a chance to see how other cultures, other other cities, other areas perceive the blues. Mm-hmm. Watch right. a bunch of Italians do it. Yeah. That's a trip. A bit. You know, Massimo Bevilacqua is one of the guys that comes to mind. Oh, yeah. And he yeah, does yeah. some great stuff. He and does. it's And it's different, and it's it's magical in a way. You know, is it is it true blues? I don't know. Leave it up to the purist, you know. Yeah, right. Uh, I've heard it said best, you guys are not archaeologists. Right. <laughs> and it was Sturgis that said that. Wow, yeah. We're not archaeologists. We, yep. just, we just do what we do. So, And on that, how about some tunes, do fellas? Do what we do. Do what you do. Hey, what are we going to do? I don't know. Gary I know we're going to We're playing all the time. Like, Dave, do, have a seat over here, man. Grab that guitar. All right. We're Still, gonna, I got loaded. We had so much fun with that last tune. I mean, Lord have mercy. You got you got time for a couple of tunes here, so don't do the closer yet. Oh, okay. Well, everything we got is a closer. Man. Everything you have is a closer. Whatever. There's no pyro in here. <laughs> now you're up to a five-piece band. And by the way, Willie Hall is now sitting on on drums over there. That's right. Well, just like we do at every show. Scott, tell a joke, man. Oh, shit, jokes, man. Look at that Scotty Mays. My jokes are so filthy, though. Man, man. Nah, nah, nah. Just give him him a tempo, and he's there, man. You know, if you tell him 118, he's on 118. Hey, Scott, we're in E. No. One of my three keys. I know. One of your three keys, it's an E. It's on the A.
Tonight gonna get loaded. Oh, and most everybody listening's already loaded there. That's that's all right. Because half of us already are. Smoking. Smoking. That's a good time, man. That's a good time. <laughs> uh, remind everybody where you guys are at. What's your what's your weekly schedule? What are you doing? Tuesday night we're at the Blues Hall. Yeah. That's our stand every Tuesday night we're there, man. What time? Uh, eight to twelve. Eight to twelve. Yep. Um. Where are we at next week? We're off next weekend because we're all on vacation. You guys are. I am. <laughs> you guys are. He's on vacation. Next all week. Working. I've never been on vacation, man. Next week, we're at there. Weekend after. <laughs> week after next, we're there Tuesday at the Blues Hall again, and I think we're at uh, Taproom again on Come down Friday and Saturday night. <laughs> you can find us down there, man. Friday and Saturday night, yeah. Yeah. I'm sure there's going to be another Little Rock gig in there, and another. That was we played Little Rock last weekend. Yeah, that, that Little Rock thing. Minutes. That's that's like in the middle of the night type of show. Dude, isn't it? they show up Good at my work. house at ten o'clock. We leave my house and get there. And you do a like two a.m. to four a.m. show. Four. Yeah. Last time we did it, it was the time change too. So they really missed oh Jesus. Up. And then we leave the gig at four, four thirty five sometimes, and get to my house at six or seven. So it's an all night. And, the, and then you're off to the warehouse and away you go, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. You take that day. Yeah, 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 yeah. But last time we played there, man, it was literally. What? What is that? What is that club what, that does? Yeah. It? What is the name of that club? Midtown Billiards. Midtown Billiards. I've heard a lot of stories about that place. Oh, it's crazy, man. And you know, the two a.m. to four a.m. show is a you know, huge you deal. Think, it's a big thing. You would think when we first started, like, how many people would be there too? You get there, we get there at midnight. It's kind of people milling around and we eat and stuff. One thirty. Packed. Wow. They stopped wow. last time. They had to shut the door because we had so many people coming in there. And we're leaving in the middle of the night selling T-shirts out the back of the van and stuff, getting ready to go in. That's insane. You know it was. That's insane. It was the very best way, man. Yes, it was a good yeah. time. Oh, yeah. I bet it's a lot of people that work the bars. Once yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, it's all the restaurant people. Yeah, yeah. because yeah, they, they got all that cash money, that tip it's money. It's just like yeah. in Jackson, man, people hanging over the stage, man. There was one girl, they always bring Yeah, but you don't get bit. No, not there, right? (laughs) They bring us these big uh, buckets of beer and water, whatever we want, man. And this one girl reached over on the stage and took a water out of it. And, like, the security guy there was right on it. And he looked at me and was like, is that okay? 
And I'm like, man, she's having a good time, man. I don't care. Just keep her from coming up here. Yeah, <laughs> just keep be. her off the stage. Dave, up up north in uh, Minneapolis, St. Paul, was there any of those uh, 2 a.m. to 4 a.m. shows? No, uh, no. Everything, everything up there is dead by uh, 2 o'clock, unless you're in Wisconsin and they'll run till 3. But there is a room up there. This I've been listening to this, and it's, uh, you know, everything's getting earlier and earlier up there, uh, and it's... They're shutting down clubs right and left. I mean, they're really? Calling. Yeah, they're, mm. and uh, there, uh, it seems it seems that uh, there's not enough support up there for for the clubs to stay open. So, I uh, landed this gig uh, in Wisconsin and worked there for a while. Uh, an unusual room. They're open till three, but they uh, or after two rather. I'm sorry, and uh, but the place really doesn't have anybody in it. I started doing a show. I figured, well, you know, 8 to midnight kind of thing. It didn't work. Uh, people didn't show up till about 10 o'clock. So I thought, well, this is silly. So I started at 9.30 and ran it till, well, they'll run you right up to 2 o'clock then. They want yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah right, yeah, no. right to 2, yeah. Because right at about uh, 1, 1 all everything else closes, and that place fills up. And yeah. all of a sudden, wow. at the end of the night, you got a full house. Yeah. You, it takes a while, and... and you know, it takes a while to slow that train down. Yeah, I bet. So, <laughs> what, what's what's, what's the rule on Beale Street? Is it six? Is it five or six? I don't know, man. We're done. Yep. Midnight, one o'clock. But At I think on like Friday, Saturday nights, it goes here, it goes to like till the sun's coming I think up. One fifty-two yeah. or whatever. One fifty-two. It's something else. I think I don't it depends on if you have a gun permit. If you have a gun carrier. Yeah, right. <laughs> Blue City stay open late. Man, I think so. Yeah. yeah, there were there were times when when uh, when I worked for the other station at uh, 103, we were based down there. Yeah, we were right above Alfred's. Right, exactly. And there were some mornings. You know, I was the, I'd be there at five o'clock in the morning doing a morning show, and I'd be Same watching some of the some of the no some of the people oh, yeah. stumbling out, and they would go into those into those uh, the the barrels, the garbage cans, and they're pulling up. Oh no, man half drunk beers and just <laughs> got a cigarette butt in to fish it out oh, it's like oh geez. you know watching Stop. a guy taking a dump on the side of the building oh. and fall in it you know <laughs> the rats oh, man, come out with a newspaper under their arm you know <laughs> hey man I'm, uh, I'm just here to take a dump oh it's oh it's insane it really is but I thought that Beale had like I think a 5 or 6 a.m. deal there's a couple places like Blue City and 152 there's a couple places stay open which I cannot imagine that that would you know maybe they have some parking's easier yeah, yeah, parking's well, way easier. Well, the trick is to just never leave. <laughs> the other thing, yeah, you have your own parking. Oh God, yes, uh, yeah, and 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 thanks, uh, the no, city of Memphis, for not taking care of artists and their parking needs, their load-in needs. Oh God, yeah, that's a big issue. Speaking yeah. about getting arrested, Scrap almost got arrested a couple times down here. Just oh, trying to move, man. Give me a minute. Because he's got to load in all those harps. And, uh... Oh, 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 oh. oh. Other story y'all told last time about how he can get in, but you couldn't. Oh, that was the parking lady, man. Yeah, that was the parking I brought her my pickles. Listen, oh, that's right. You yeah, you brought her with pickles. That yeah. went on all summer long. Yeah. And that lady knew who I was, man. And I still see her down here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I would come in right behind Scrap. She'd let him in and then bring get the some of, Get some of his pickles when yeah. they're ready. Right? <laughs> and then give them to her and say, here's some pickles bitch <laughs> and just shut up <laughs> but it worked to know that yeah we know that all right boys it's time for the closer uh-oh what is this the new orleans stuff city script i know 
<laughs> now you know. know Last already. tune of the night, you go, oh, Let's I know that one. Going, man. <laughs> no, it's just the first tune.
Project, ladies and gentlemen. I want to bite somebody right now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Just keep warming up. Man. Look out now. Look out now. Lord of mercy. The Delta Project. Oh, Brian, Jason, Scrap Iron, you son of a... Kind of fun, man. Guitar James over here. Special guest tonight, Mr. Willie Hall over there on the skins of the last couple of tunes. And Mr. Dave, uh, D- uh, Dave Lambert over here is, as well, you know. Lord have mercy. Thank you so much, guys. This goes about too fast, man. It does. It yeah. really does. I've yeah. been saying that at gigs, too. It seems like right when we get into it and stuff, it's, like, it's time to it's go. Over. Yeah. I know, right? You blink and you miss it. That's it. I know. That was awesome. Thank you so very much. Thank you for having us, brother. Anytime. Yeah, this is, this is, time. We, we built this for you guys. You know I love that. it when you play an <laughs> I think, I think it's Q flat. Get it right. <laughs> the proceeding was produced by Pirate Radio Studios Incorporated and originally aired live on Radio Memphis. Any offers or advertisement contained may not still be valid. All rights are reserved and copyright is held by Pirate Radio Studios Incorporated, Memphis, Tennessee. For more, look for all the RMOD players at radio-memphis.com.